Andrew. Welcome to Sub Rosa. A podcast about security, human rights, conflict and law with an Australian and Southeast Asian focus. In this episode, we interview Umar Wurfete. Umar is a lecturer and a head of research at the State Islamic University of Jayapura, Papua. He also researches religious issues in Papua for the Indonesian Council of Ulama and is also responsible for peace education initiatives and interfaith dialogue for the Council of Papuan Muslims. In this podcast, we discuss issues in interfaith relations in Papua today and how civil society groups work to promote peace between faith communities when the potential for clashes between Muslim and Christian communities in Papua remains high. We also discuss the ways in which developments outside Papua affect interfaith relations and how Muslim-Christian relations in Muslim-majority Java affect life for Muslim-minority Papuans. We then go on to discuss the types of programs and initiatives that have proven most successful for Umar and his colleagues in reducing conflict amongst different cultural and faith groups in Papua. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you. You're based in Jayapura in Papua, and you're involved with education and interfaith dialogue initiatives. What are some of the key issues in interfaith relations in Papua today? The main uh, issue is about religious uh, house and um, and um, also when come to a politic. So uh, the uh, religious elite is sometimes use uh, their uh, institution to gain power in the politics contestation. So the main problem when we are talking of interfaith dialogue or interfaith community, uh, the, the grassroots is not really believe in their leaders. And if we talking of, I mean, in Indonesia we have um, what call forum komunikasi uh, antar umat beragama, and and it has been viewed by the society as uh, the government uh, think tanks in religious domain. So uh, when come to dialogue, and we we. We invite them, the religious leader and community have told that uh, they will be sponsored by a politician. I mean, it could be a political party, it's probably a personal. And this is the main the problem and the key issue is when, when we, we, we're dealing with the politics issue in Papua. Um, but in society also, when there is no um, understanding between the grassroots, uh, the grassroots community. So, the religious leaders is may uh, respect and understand each other, but in the levels of the grassroots, uh, there are gap between uh, the uh, the religious leaders and their followers. Uh, there are some problem happen in Papua 
I, I would say um, the uh, rejections of central mosque in Manukwari and also the, the recent incident of Tolikara in last July yeah. 2015. It is because of um, the communication between the, the religious leaders also clogged and sometimes because of um, the Islam, I think, because the people thought that they are minor, uh, majority in, in the Indonesia, so uh, they, they have, they can use the power to, to build mosques wherever, whenever they are and wherever they are. And they even don't care or never try to consult with the local people. Uh, so the problem is also about the uh, politics and also about the uh, cultures as well. The cultures as well. Um, the uh, local cultures is there are <clears throat> some people who are believing in religions, but they also still follow the cultures as well. So uh, let's say uh, in Islam. For example, the main, the big problem is when they become Muslim, but they still believe in, they, they still want to, they don't want to lose their culture, so they are still like people in Walesi, in Wamina, and they still uh, drink pig, eating pork, mm-hmm. and that's the problem. And when we come to dialogue, this, it, the interfaith, there are many things that we still consider is about culture first, and then the politics as well. And um, as much as possible, we 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 try to involve the people from the grassroots community. So instead of involve the religious leaders, uh, top levels of the religious leaders. So in Indonesian Papua. Um, there's been clashes between pro-independent supporters and government forces, but the potential for conflict between Muslim and Christian communities also remains high, which makes things quite complex in Papua. So how does your organisation work to promote peace between the faith communities in Papua? Okay, well, I will start to answer this question by looking at why... um, the, we we stood care of the issue yeah. because uh, the first thing um, we know that Papua is is the land with this ongoing conflict from the passes from the Dutch colonial to the recent government and um, the conflict is politics as well, but also about the social and economic issues as well. And in the economic and political, the uh, religious leaders have much been involved. Let's say, I would say, the Catholic institutions and also some religious uh, in denomination and denominations of church in, in Papua has involved in many initiatives in combating uh, HIV 
and also the human right. But within this complex issue, what is the role of Muslims in the local society? There is no local or even national Islamic institution that cares of the locals' issue. And that's why we, we established the Majlis Muslim Papua. Mm. It's a response and to take a part in such an issue. So uh, my organization, the Majlis Muslim Papua, as well as the uh, Islam Estate College I involved, we are trying to not looking at the problem in Papua as a religious problem, but as a social without considering religious background. It is a common problem, this our problem. So um, through this organization, we work with the government and the uh, Papuan Muslim Assembly is the one of the uh, locals, the, the indigenous Muslim organization that has already recognized by the local government and they funded the organization every year. I don't know how it is depend on the governor. So, the, uh, but they always give fund to 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 develop uh, trainings and also seminar and the dialogue between religion. So, uh, what we do is we are not only talking of what is Islam in this. Uh, I mean. We're not exactly talking about religious idea in the uh, Islamic uh, Council, but we are talking about the social and the common problem in, in Papua. So um, uh, we take a different role than Majelis Ulama Indonesia. So, Which is the Council of yeah, Indonesian Muslims. Indonesian Muslim, yeah. because we show that the this organization is really not contribute any or significant role to the local society and and we uh, we developed this organization to to take this role and we are working with the uh, religious leaders and also uh, we, we never talk about politics but some of religious leaders are politicians as well so we sometimes they talk that we are talking about politics as well. We are working for politics, but we are not really uh, uh, emphasize our vision in politics. But because that, uh, let's say our uh, chairman is members of the uh, one of the member of representative. I think in Indonesia we call uh, Majelis Rakyat Papua. So uh, some people thought that we are also considering, of, uh, I mean, <clears throat> try to be, uh, to promote our people into the political stage, but we are not really. That is their own, they own, <laughs> I mean, they do by their own self. So in areas within Papua, where there are many interreligious conflicts, what what kind of grassroots initiatives seem to work to make a difference to reducing the conflict? The, the grassroots issue is about the Islamizations and also Christianization. Oh, yeah. These two issues are the most common in the grassroots. Is it 
conspiratorial. Yeah, yes, we, we, we get... Because the... Uh, I mean, my friend from the Christians say that yeah, there are, like, the hidden agenda developed by the state to spreading Islam in Papua by military. Because uh, I say that... Um, uh, if if you ever been to Papua, then go to the uh, highland of Papua, something like Wamena, and then you can see that uh, most of the mosques were built by military or the armed forces, and um, uh, this is not the. I mean, they are, they are not mean to spreading Islam, or but because they want to pray, and then they build mosque. But then uh, when people come in March, uh, every day people are moving to Papua and then they when they want to pray they go there and then it become more and more and they can't <laughs> develop it become a mosque. Yeah. That is why when we go there then you can see that almost uh, mosque or musola in Papua are really closely to military post. That's why they told that there are hidden agenda developed by the state to um, to Islamize the people of Papua. And do you feel that there's any, as a as a Papuan Muslim, do you feel there's any agenda by the state, or are they still quite um, happy to adhere to the principles of secularism within Papua, although it's a Christian-majority province? I think, um, I, I think it's, so far I'm happy, even, even they are uh, living in the, uh, as a minority, in the mm. Christians, but I live in many people who are, of, have broad mind and never think that religious can uh, limit our relations. So, Indonesia is a Muslim-majority country. Yeah, of course. So with things like the school curriculum in, in Papua, which is a Christian-majority province, are there still strong Islamic themes through the curriculum, or does it remain secular? I too, in religious, I mean in the secular school, state school, it's quite different than um, faith-based schools. It's really different. They are the. the I did many times uh, the supervised students who do they feel the competence in the school and now really know well that school that the curriculum are really balanced between the religious and they also have a curricular activity uh, bring this. The Islamic stu- Islam Muslim student and Christian student into uh, uh, curricular activities. So each of religions have a space at school, space for praying and space for doing the religious activity. But I never see that there are uh, dominations of certain religions in the curriculum. And even in the school space as well, and we we have a problem is uh, it's really difficult to how to integrate the locals' ideas into uh, local curriculum, including religious education. Yeah, 
that is, uh, we're still working now to integrate the Rukal ECA because we told that although religions like Islam and Christians is the universal religions, but we, we told that there are many examples that can be learned from students at local, in the local, local peoples. So we, is when we, let's say, if we taught Islamic religious education and we bring the student, we give example to the student and bring them to the a hundred centuries ago, it's, it's really difficult for them to looking at the, to, to the present day. So, uh, me and some of my friends at the research institute, we were trying to researching the locals' ideas related to religions and trying to incorporate it into the locals' curriculum. But uh, yeah, the main thing is that I can say that there is no certain religious domination in the curriculum at the school. So indigenous Muslim Papuans, well, indigenous Papuans in general, have been noted to play a significant bridging role when where the risk of conflict is high. Yeah. This includes both Muslim and Christian Papuans. As an indigenous Muslim Papuan, what do you see as the role for um, different organisations in promoting peace, particularly those with members of the Papuan community? I think one of our approach is through cultural. So because we are believe that we share the same, although we, actually we are different, but we believe that we share similar cultures in it. So um, through our Papuanis, we can go into many different uh, community, different religions, and um, we can talk many different problems <clears throat> instead of using um, religions to as a so uh, we, we this is one of our approach. I mean, then it's is the main uh, way we use to talk of many issues, including politics. We try to use a cultural approach and. Um, one thing that we are struggling is although uh, they are and we are Muslim and also those who want to be a Muslim, if they want, uh, we are trying to explain them that uh, uh, never forget about your identity, your cultural identity. So uh, that is why I'm coming here. Why? Because I want to see how they a Muslim here like Lebanese, Turkish, they are become Australian but still keep their identity and that. So what we are doing in, in trying to not being a Muslim and then try to be Arabic, Arabic, so to be like something like that, but you should be a Muslim and should be Papuan. So the thing that we believe that through this approach then we can go to to uh, many different communities. Uh, our role so far is um, in working with others' religions as well, 
and um, sharing in politics, although we are not talking about politics, but because they ask us, the, the, uh, the, uh, the Christian community, and also ask us, where is your representation in the politics? Okay? We never recommended anyone, but we have these people, these people, these people, and they will involve in politics election next year. So if, if, if they, okay, but if they been chosen, and it's mean that they are not only looking after or looking at Islamic community only, but so we have good relation in politicians, in, although they are Christians or any Catholic, and uh, yes, if one day when you come to Papua and please come to my office and you can see many yeah. pictures to be placed on the wall that we have with the uh, the leaders of the church, you know, and also the Catholic prize and we work with them. Because we learn from them as well, because they have long been explored the land of Papua, and then we learn many things from them how to approach the people from the highland. So we learn many things from them. And what are some of the specific um, conflict resolution strategies that you've um, learned and developed through your links with other organisations that you now use in Papua? The, the first thing we learn from our experience in the, in, in, in the Sultan's part of Papua, that what I did the research there and published the paper in the international conference in Japan, uh, it was because we are trying to encourage the inter-religious communication from students at the earlier age as at school. Um, especially in the faith-based school in Papua, as I said, I don't know, said in the world yesterday, that in Papua, before the public school or the secular school reach every place in Papua, there are many Christian schools, Catholic school, and also followed by Islamic school, operated around Papua. And many students, although a Christian student, went to Islamic school. And vice versa, there are many um, Muslim students who went to Christian school as well. So. Within this schooling practice, they actually have learned and exchanging religious idea within them. Uh, the simple things, let's say, when a Christian student go to Islamic school, then at least they know what is Adhan. What is Adhan in Islam? And what times the Muslims would pray? It is so they learn from the school cultures and the school, the school culture and tradition. And when they go out to school, then they bring what they have built at school into the society and they are more respect each other. So during Christmas, they will visit their friend that they know at school. And I do feel as well, 
the Christian student will visit the uh, um, Muslim student they know at school. So we are trying to encourage and try to develop this approaching, this model, into uh, uh, trainings and informal training because, I mean, the school doesn't allow the, this pro school practice as well. So we're trying to develop the uh, informal program training and we try. And, and last month, in January, we are working with uh, uh, the Interfaith in Jogja. We assembled gathering many students from different uh, theological schools in Jayapura and tried to develop this model. And we do believe that this approach is could work well from the youth people. Especially because it's it's something they're already doing, so it's yeah. not as though you're introducing some foreign, some foreign training yeah. idea. Training, yeah, I mean, we, 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 we should not telling them um, directly, but yeah. they could learn with, through many activity. They can do uh, social work together and they can know each other. Yeah. I have one last question today for you, Omar. Thanks so much for, for joining me, by the way. How might um, developments in Java affect relations between different faith groups in Papua? So you'll have issues around the building of churches promoted by different Islamist militia gangs, um, which are then covered in the media, and perhaps some, perhaps people in Papua will then see these reports. How do these kind of developments affect things for, for um, the community in Papua? Okay, so um, what I want to say is, as a minority uh, in Indonesia, I mean, in Indonesia is the uh, majority of people is Islam, is yeah. belief in Muslim, is Muslim. But in some places in Indonesia are really not majority Muslim. Let's say in, in Bali, in Papua, in East Nusa Tenggara as well, that the majority are Christians. In, in Bali, is Hinduism, and and what we experience in Papua that uh, when the majority group did something to the minority, let's say when it, when the Muslim community did something to the Christians community in Jaffa and it will affect the religious life in in Papua as well. So the issue of rejections of central mosque constructions in Manukwari, we should not blame the people but we should looking back at what already done in the other part of Indonesia as well. And many church has been burned and rejected in other parts of Indonesia as well. So what they did is actually the expressions of what have done by the majority Muslim to other Christians as well. And uh, I think we should not blame the people, but yes, we should blame us as a minority, as a majority, that sometimes we don't care 
and never tell, told that they are good or not. And uh, the many thing I think in the Sharia law as well, what have been, if you ever heard about there are there will uh, some place in Papua will implement the uh, the Christians rule or law. It is because of some parts of Indonesia has applied uh, Islamic Sharia law. And let's say uh, in Aceh, and why should not apply other religions in Papua? Because we have a similar special autonomy status as well. This is why <clears throat> yeah. uh, uh, we... We should think much. When when there are in religious issues happen, I always say to my friend that we should looking back what already done in other part of Indonesia instead of blame the people. Exactly. Unfortunately sometimes people aren't willing to to look yeah. In look at the behaviour of the rest of the population and understand yes. the way that Different trends influence yes. when they their thinking. The, the Papua, then, they still told that they are minority, and they bring the the feeling emotions as the majority Muslim in the country. So, yeah, that's really affect the religious life. Although maybe they are not feeling, but me, who working as a preach maker and have relation with many people different religions, we really feel they hurt me, really. Yeah. It's a really interesting perspective, actually. And if only groups, you know, like the FBE and um, the um, Forum Tuma Islam would actually consider the, uh, the effects of their actions against religious minorities in Java on um, Muslim minorities throughout the rest of Indonesia, you'd wonder if they'd actually curb some of their, their violent actions. Considering their, their agenda is to protect the so-called Ummah, but then again, I'm not sure that they have any clear strategy. But anyway, thank you very much for your time today, Umar. It was really interesting to hear things from the perspective of a, a Muslim minority living in a Christian majority province in Muslim majority Indonesia. And I will say thank you too because I got a great opportunity to express and to tell what I have done and experienced on my life and my on my career in Papua. Thank you so much. Thank you too.